Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work stemming all the way back to 1996 at that website. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Don't Think Twice is the film I'm reviewing today. It is a comedy slash drama. It is an R-rated film because of language and some drug use, and it runs an hour and 32 minutes. The cast includes Keegan-Michael Key, Jillian Jacobs, Mike Birbiglia, Chris Gethard, Tammy Sager, Kate Micucci, and Maggie Kemper. The director and screenwriter is Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia, he is a longtime comedian and actually has been a relatively successful screenwriter in recent years. Sleepwalk With Me earned a following, especially when it hit Netflix, and now this is his follow-up effort. This is a serio-comic look at the improv comedy scene. It focuses on one particular six-person troupe working in New York called The Commune one of many such comedy companies that have been farmed on occasion by television and movies for their talent. The film astutely shows not only the difficulty in finding success in an industry where very few make enough to make ends meet, but also how the dynamic of these friendships, these partnerships, and even the relationships that form change when one of those members within a troupe ends up so-called making it big, which in the case of this film means landing a spot as a regular on the most watched and longest-running sketch comedy show on television, Weekend Live. Obviously, this is an allusion to Saturday Night Live. Birbiglia, he's one of several in the ensemble. He plays Miles. He's the eldest member of the commune at a seemingly young age of 36, but... I guess in the world of comedy, that's kind of old to still not have had any kind of breaks. He does teach improv to younger up-and-comers in his spare time, those people who are in their early 20s. He feeds these hopes, these dreams that they all have, though he has grown more cynical and more bitter with each passing year of finding himself exactly in the same place as he was the year before, while many of those who've learned from him are actually doing what he can only dream to do. Even though it seems like a long shot at this point in Miles' career, he'd seize little hope but to press on, even if the Brooklyn Theater that hosts their shows, the Commune's shows, is on the verge of closing down, and that effectively would put the Commune on hiatus, perhaps even making it impossible for them to continue to live in New York. However, there's another member of that tight-knit troupe, Jack, who's played by Keegan-Michael Key, Jack has a career trajectory that looks like it has more promise. He eventually lands an audition with Weekend Live, and that could mean a regular gig. Perhaps he can even parlay that gig into a long-running career, being a regular on TV comedies or in films if he so chooses, just like many other people who have graduated from, in the real world, Saturday Night Live, His girlfriend, Samantha, played by Jillian Jacobs, she's the only one of the troupe in real life who does not have a background in improv, though she does very well in the film as an actress. She also is very talented and lands an audition with Weekend Live, but the more she starts to think about it, the less certain she is that she can take that next step in her profession. She finds it a very scary proposition to effectively, if successful, end her dreams by actually achieving them. It's the fact that these dreams are always beyond her reach is what keeps her running after them and brings out her best. Don't think twice 
you know, the title is, I think, speaking to the quick thinking that must be employed by improv comedians to keep that vibe, that energy of their act running and to build upon each other's creative ideas. There is an all for one, one for all mentality among the group and many improv groups across the country that could definitely unravel when one of those members is no longer there to lend support to the rest of them. In fact, it only gets harder for those remaining to maintain a friendship with that person who makes it because they're expecting that person to somehow pay back those who've helped him or her get there. It creates a lot of awkward requests, some demands, and and that eventually leads to a rebuff that stings really hard, especially when you're dealing with people who work so hard together to be one entity comedically. And now that that person is gone, the rest of them have to look on. Seeing his popular presence there, it, it creates this persistent whirlpool of envy, feelings of inadequacy spring up among this very hungry but very hardworking group, and it sucks all of the oxygen out of their creativity. Things can no longer be what they were before. Birbiglia infuses each of his characters with their own personality, their own backstory. For instance, one is a hopeful but unpublished author and illustrator on the side. Another one is trying to come out from under her parents' wealth to make it on her own. And yet another one has a family tragedy befall him and a lot of history to that family relationship that has been kind of itching at him for some time. You know, these moments make us care for each one of them individually, there's no character who's on the screen for even half of the film's short 92-minute runtime, so it's remarkable that we feel the bond that they have for one another. We can feel close to them, even though we don't see them for very long, and that makes for some poignant, very heartbreaking moments down the road as all of these friends find themselves struggling to stave off their feelings of inadequacy and self-loathing particularly, and hopefully they can come to terms with one another as some sort of siblings in spirit who've managed to project their emotional vulnerabilities into some really good comedy. The casting is spot on throughout the film. I think in particular, there's an especially nice turn by Keegan-Michael Key showing a surprising range outside of comedy. He is a pretty good here as evidenced by this film, dramatic actor and even a romantic actor in a certain respect. I think this should continue to propel him as perhaps ironically given the film, the star among this group of talented comedians and comedic actors that will become, I presume, famous in the end. Although this is a movie that's about comedians, and we do get a glimpse of some of their pretty hilarious output while they're rehearsing and they're performing. Don't Think Twice plays more often as an incisive and authentic drama about funny people than it does as a pure comedy. If you're someone who's coming into the movie expecting a laugh a second riot, you probably won't have your expectations met. But the deeper thematic undercurrents that come together so well within the course of this movie should stave off those feelings of disappointment coming out of it. Early on in the film... Weekend Live, the fictitious TV show in this film, is compared to a professional sports event where everybody's competing to make it to the bigs. Don't Think Twice shows us that, you know, so-called wide world of sports in action, spotlighting the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, and also a modicum of bittersweet agony to the victory as well. I'm giving Don't Think Twice three and a half stars out of four. And three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a good film. It is definitely worth going out of your way to see if this at all sounds like something that would appeal to you. It's in limited release currently in the United States. So if you have it playing near you, 
and you like Birbiglia, Keegan-Michael Key, you like these actors, you just like an insider peek into the world of comedy, or you just like really good comedy dramas, or just good films in general, I do think that it's worth seeking out. Go out and check it out as soon as you can, because these kinds of films only play a week or two or maybe three at, if you're really lucky at your local theater. A lot of these movies are, are really hard to find, even on Redbox, so... Uh, check it out if you can and support independent cinema, one of my mantras. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button. I continue to deliver these film reviews all throughout the course of the year. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes, if you've listened to the show for a while, you want to support the show, there's two ways you can do it. One is to leave an iTunes review and let other people know to check out the show. And the other one is to help me out with the cost of the show. You can go to patreon.com slash quipster and find out the details and how to do that. I pay for all of the films that I review, as well as the hosting of my website, as well as the podcast. So any help that you can provide is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 